The Divorce Podcast. Welcome to The Divorce Podcast, a podcast that aims to address divorce here in the UK, counting the often sensationalist way it's portrayed in the media, challenging the status quo and hopefully driving reform. On each episode, I'm joined by experts to discuss divorce from different angles and to give their opinions and to debate them. I'm Kate Daly, a relationship counsellor and divorce coach, co-founder of Amicable, the divorce services company and host of The Divorce Podcast. On this special episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Zoe Desmond, single mum to Billy and founder of solo parenting app Frolo. Welcome, Zoe. Thank you for having me, Kate. So Zoe, let's start with an easy question first. Tell me what is Frolo? So Frolo is the first app and community of its kind for single parents globally, and it helps single parents to discover and connect with like-minded single parents in their area, as well as giving them access to an online community of single parents. Right. And so what sorts of things can you do on the app? So the app has four main parts. So one being discovery, where you can discover like-minded local single parents in your in your area and the algorithm will match you or make suggestions based on location proximity, kids' age and shared interests. And then there's the messaging part of the app where you can privately message those who you have connected with. And we're actually launching just in a, in a few days time group messaging. So you'll be able to be part of a wider group discussion around certain topics. And then there is the community news feed, which is where the wider community sits, where you can share or seek guidance or advice or you know, find what's happening on the app, big news. And and then there is the meetup section, which until about a month ago was in real life meetups, which is where you can kind of create meetups or play dates or nights out with other Frolos or trips away. And that's all become virtual now. So, yeah. And so what what is it in essence that makes this app different from, say, some of the other sort of chat groups or Mumsnet or, you know, the other Marshall, those sorts of apps that do something that's trying to connect solo parents? What what's what makes Frollo so different? Well, for me, I became a single parent myself almost three years ago now when my son Billy had just turned one and I just felt it kind of hit me in a big way how lonely and isolating I found it, especially at the weekends, you know, when when people are having family time and I didn't want to impose on family or friends. And I just felt, you know, I read that somewhere and that really resonated with me as well as a single parent. When you know other families are having their family time together, it feels really intrusive to suggest doing things so that I, I really, I really felt a connection when I heard that from you. Yeah, that's exact. And I think I think most single parents do relate to that because it's, you know, you don't want to feel like a burden or a victim or like, you know, like a kind of, yeah, like you're imposing on anyone. But then at the same time, I felt like I was kind of wishing the weekends away, which made me feel awful because I didn't want to feel like that about the time I had with, you know, my son. So and then, you know, it made me 
realized that what I wanted to do to empower myself in my situation was to connect with other like-minded single parents who would be, you know, up for play dates or, you know, a glass of wine or a Sunday lunch or, you know, a weekend adventure. And I had this kind of vision in my head and I was like oh my god and then we could go on holidays and I'd have this group of friends who are in the same boat and I wouldn't have to feel like needy or you know I could just the idea of it just made gave me hope and made me feel the thought of it made me feel empowered and when I went to find a way to do this to connect with other single parents which I assumed would be easy to do given the sort of day and age we're in, and given that it's one in four families or single parent families in the UK and Ireland, and one in three in the States, I thought, you know, but when I went, when I went and searched for it on Google, I couldn't find what I was looking for. I could find, you know, other parenting apps, you know, not specifically for single parents and forums and lots of Facebook groups and things like that. But what I found about a lot of the kind of group and forum type things was that there was quite a lot of negativity and a lot of sort of, you know, ex-bashing. Ex-bashing, yep. <laughs> yeah, and, and that, and I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to be this kind of angry single mom who, you know, had, that's not the, the route I wanted to go down at all. So, so that didn't appeal. Also, it didn't make it easy to find people location specific and see who's got a kid the same age as me, who's into the same things as me. And so, so yeah, so that was it. And then, and then it was really um, from that, that I started to dream up the idea of what my own perfect solution would be in my head, which is now Frollo. So did you have a tech background then? Because it sounds like you've identified a problem that you were personally dealing with and finding a way to solve it. So kind of in a similar way, that's how you know, we set up Amicable. I had a personal problem, a very expensive divorce, and decided I wanted to help people do it in a different way. There's a big leap from having a good idea that addresses a personal problem to setting up something that's as successful, say, as Frollo. So what's that missing piece then? What happened to you between having the idea and, and where you are now? So I had been involved in a tech startup. I co-founded an app about maybe five years ago now with a friend of mine. And so it didn't go beyond beta testing in the end, but we did have to, obviously I learned a lot during that experience. We went on an accelerator program as part of that journey. And so it really helped. So I wasn't kind of, I guess, completely in the dark about how it all works and the steps that I would need to take in order to give it a shot. I suppose, yeah, just having a little bit of experience in in trying to set something up before in the app world and then just the sheer kind of determination because it didn't really feel like I made a decision to do Frodo. It kind of felt like I kind of just felt like it and, it and it still does. It just feels like something I, I have to do. It wasn't really, will I do this? Won't I do this? It's sort of, it doesn't even. It sounds it's like a like, calling it, almost. <laughs> it, it does feel a little bit like a calling. Yeah, it does feel a little bit like a calling, which sounds strange. But that's how much I sort of believe in it. And it's really turned my life around massively. I can't even tell you how much it's turned my life around in the last couple of years and how much it's helped me in every way. And now getting the same feedback from 
people in the community saying that it's doing exactly that for them like that's you know just that's enough to keep me completely motivated well I suppose a lot of it is normalizing single parenting as a legitimate family type isn't it and but making it you know absolutely the norm so your kids don't feel like they're different but it's just another a form of parenting and separated parenting is just another way of bringing up children in a modern society completely and as as i said we're one in four it's not like you know we're we're you know hardly a minority yeah <laughs> hardly a minority and we all know you know you, you know there's there's single parents everywhere and kids of single parents everywhere and it's horrible to think that any of our kids would suffer because they've been raised in a single parent family home and actually i think the kids of single parents, you know, often they are very, you know, wise to the world. And I yes. think uh, and, resilient, and, uh, uh, wise, self-organizing. Yeah, yep. exactly. Exactly. I think executive these are all skills. <laughs> yes. And I think these are all really positive things. And it's really positive. I think our kids as single parents seeing, you know, how hard we work and what we do and how we manage it all. And hopefully uh, someday in the future, my kid and yours will you know respect us all the more for it yeah, when they see exactly you know well, it's a, you hope you've instilled in them some values of hard work and about exactly to achieve things that you want and I just would hate for anybody's children to be stigmatized or feel a sense of shame because of the type of family that they live in and so if it if it helps to change the narrative around single parenting and co-parenting then fantastic that's absolutely what it's about now I should fess up here I am a Frollo but tell me what other sorts of people get involved who's the app aimed at and what what's the community like from a demographics perspective so the app is aimed at anybody who is a single parent so whether you're a single mom or a single dad whether you've come to it through a relationship breakdown or you're a single parent by choice or you're, you're a widow or a widower. So any way that you can become a single parent, you know, you're, you'll be welcomed on, on Frollo, but it is strictly for single parents. So there's, there has been kind of people getting in touch, you know, saying that their husbands work away a lot and things like that, but it, it feels really important to keep Frollo as a community specifically for single parents. So in terms of the demographic, there are more moms than dads, which I think people kind of expect, but actually the dads are growing, The num- that, that gap is being narrowed all of the time. Well, that's, that's really interesting because a lot of people at our office are on Frollo and that one of the positive feedbacks they said about it was that it felt quite balanced, male and female. That's great. So that's, uh, I think it's really important because there are, if you get it just being very gendered, the conversations and everything become different, don't they? Absolutely. And I think on the app, on the, on the feed in particular, on the app, when you go to it, you do, you really do see balance. Like there's not a day that goes by on the feed where there's not dads contributing. And there's a Frollo Dads virtual, weekly virtual pub meetup, which is happening every Saturday night now, which is great. And tons of dads join that. And yeah, it's, it's really good. I'm really glad to see that the dads are embracing it. I think it's a yeah. really positive thing. Yeah. And I wonder whether more dads will embrace it 
in a sense, because of the difficulties we're having at the moment, because of lockdown, perhaps many more dads are at home with their kids than have been in the past. So maybe it will be a catalyst for wider societal change as well. I think so. I think so. And and actually, there's a dad who just joined in the last few days, and he is without his kids because of of lockdown for whatever their situation is. But he's on it because he just is still kind of wanting that connection and as a single parent and I think I think there is definitely more of a need for Frollo right now than ever before and the online aspect of of the community whether you have your kids or or not Mm. and is it I'm going to be really direct here is it very middle class no there's you know there's I, I mean in terms of on the app like it's obviously I don't ha- have a way of t- saying what, what everyone's background is, but it doesn't feel that way. It feels like a really nice mix to me. And that's always what we're striving for as well. But, you know, and it is free at the moment. The app is still free. So there's not that's, you know, it's the, the cost of it isn't. Well, let's talk about that because it, it is it's really a tricky one, isn't it? Keeping things accessible to people particularly in the single parent households the likelihood is there's going to be some financial strain far more common isn't it in single parent households but that there are financial constraints so is it important to keep the app free for that reason yes I think there is you know obviously I would like to keep Frollo as inclusive as possible and then at the same time I want to build on it to offer even more value and support for single parents. So the plan with Frollo is to venture into a subscription offering in time. And that will look something like, you know, there will be a free version of it, which will be, you know, use of the app with certain kind of limitations. And then there'll be a a standard subscription, which will give Frollo's access to a whole bunch of partner deals, which so hopefully they'll, a Frollo will feel like they're actually, you know, spending less. Exactly. And then the, the premium offering will give Frollo's access to expert content and advice for a fraction of the price and they get off the app. So like lawyers, child psychologists, therapists, financial experts and that. So the, the idea is that if you can't afford it, then you can go and Frollo and connect with people. If you want to feel like, you know, wow, I could really benefit from getting, you know, a deal by, you know, where I can bring my kids to the cinema for free on Frollo Fridays and I can do this and all of that, then you can do standard. And then with the, if you're somebody who's going down the legal route or has some need to have experts, but don't want to go and blow a few grand on it, then you can go premium. Right. And just going back to this idea that all single parents are on the app, how does that work then? So if you've got someone who's been bereaved uh, and is widowed, how does that work versus someone who's divorced? Is there a tension, an innate tension there in terms of like your messaging and how you phrase things? Does that create an issue? No, I mean, there's a way when you sign up, you can say what you're parenting situation is so that 
you know, and you can search for other parents with the same parenting situation as you if that's important to you. And yeah, it's not that it's, you know, Frollo is, I'm really proud to be able to say this, a very inclusive kind of lovely community where honestly people just want to support each other and help each other it's very unique in that sense and it's been called the the unicorn of online communities before which I loved hearing because that's how I want it to be it does feel like a very very supportive place and we have you know a kind of set of values community values that help shape that and we remind people of it when we need to and we don't hold back about removing anyone from the app right so do you do you police it then you know do you police yeah. it and are, is it yeah because i have to say when i first joined i was a little bit nervous it might be a dating app in disguise do, is it no. is there a dating element to it that it made me nervous no, i have to say but that might be just me yeah <laughs> and i no i understand that and i because i think it, that no absolutely i think that's what I definitely is important for me to protect Frollo as this community because that's where the value is and and for for single parents to have access to this support system and community and network now of course there are probably going to be you know people on Frollo who may be in the headspace of dating and ready to date again who you know might be I don't know if they fall in love on a play date, you know, who am I to stop yeah, them? Exactly. <laughs> who am I to stop them if, if that ends up happening? But it's definitely, but the app is certainly not designed or intended for that. And I am going to, we are going to do a Frollo dating app next year, which will be a separate experience. But so for those who are interested, but it doesn't feel right to combine them. Right. And in the Frollo dating app, she said, trying not to look too interested. Um, is, it gonna have the, <laughs> is it gonna have the same kind of layering? Because what I like about Frollo is you can cut it by interest, you can cut it by the age of your kids, you can cut it by the way you parent, you know, there's will that be the same in the dating app? I think so. I mean, we, there's still work to do on on um kind of designing the roadmap for the dating app, but I will definitely be looking to come to the Frollo community as I always do for ideas and feedback and, and and what the community wants. But I think that would work really well just to kind of, you know, make sure that things are as aligned as possible. So you're, I mean, who's got like single parents of all people, we don't have time or energy to waste. So I think is, uh, you know, if we can create a dating app that really, does the groundwork yeah filters in the right way yeah (laughs) exactly yeah exactly so we talked earlier we touched on earlier a little bit about you know how covid has changed the way that the app's being used understandably there are no physical meetups that kind of thing what impact do you think that covid has had on the single parenting community I think, you know, it's funny. I said this to somebody recently that I, it reminds me of when I first became a single parent and because I'm, you know, this time, extended time with my son, you know, by ourselves, you know, these long weekends and, and all of that, but it's, it reminds me of it in that there's no one that we're going to meet because now we're, we've got a really busy life and we're always going to Frollo meetups and to meet our Frollo friends and all of this. So we can't do that now, obviously, but it's still so nice having access to the community. 
But a lot of single parents are kind of saying, you know what, this is not that different to like parts of our life anyway, because, you know, there is a lot of the time as a single parent that you are kind of confined to your house because you're you're there alone and you're, you know, and the intensity of being with your kids as well. We all know about that. But I think there is definitely a need to connect more, which is why I think the virtual meetups on the app have taken off the way they have, because, you know, at the end of the day, just to be able to go online and connect with other people, whether it's just about general chit chat or if it's a virtual happy hour or a book club or there's a movie club happening on the app tonight, you know, it's just a way to lift your spirits and feel like, okay, I'm not actually the only person in the world in this particular situation doing it on my on my own either. And have you seen an increase in uptake during COVID? Has it served as a, a way of bringing people together and giving them something that's missing? Yeah, I think it's a strange time, you know. I think some some single parents are just absolutely flat out at the moment, especially those who don't have any support or, you know, co-parent involvement and are also trying to run a business or, or work. So I think it depends on people's situation and how much time they have there has been an uptake but it's it's like probably most things you sort of see the sense of uncertainty wave kind of going through as well and you know some days are busier than others in terms of uptake and in terms of engagement but I think that the community is it's sort of shaping it's sort of shaping the online aspect of of the community and it's forced us to be quite nimble in offering the virtual meetup or offering the virtual meetups and then we're bringing forward group messaging as I mentioned earlier which wasn't planned for another while but I think that will make a really big difference as well and help a lot. And I imagine from a single parent perspective you know one of the when my children were a lot littler, the biggest issue for me was if I wanted to leave the house, I, I had to get a babysitter, even if I wanted to go for a, a 45 minute run and no babysitter comes for 45 minutes, I can tell you, and it's the expense. So I imagine the virtual aspect actually plays quite nicely into the community's hands in some ways, because it means you can socialize without having to find a babysitter or pay for a babysitter or whatever. Exactly. And actually with, you know, Frollo, meetups and a lot of them being meetups at the weekends with kids and things you know which are great and they are is is such fun and they go so well and but it's obviously just a bit hectic sometimes with kids running around and you know you're kind of so it's nice these the a lot of the uh, virtual meetups are when the kids have gone to bed and so it's it's nice being able to do it from the comfort of your own home with a glass of wine or a cup of tea or whatever you want and chat to other people and then you know have your slippers on and um, while you're doing this and exactly not, not the hassle of leaving the house or booking a babysitter or spending any money yeah exactly so I just just finally why do you think the app has been so successful because I mean it it, it is very successful phenomenally successful you you oh, look at the press you. the media you've had you look at the uptake it's a really amazing app within a really amazing story run by a really amazing founder doing it single-handedly thank you so Um, much but it is what what do you attribute the success to apart from yourself (laughs) ah that's so sweet thank you I honestly think that it's just 
the right time. I think the world is just ready for Frollo. And I think it's actually quite late to the party. It's amazing to hear the story. And thank you so much for being with us today. Um, Zoe, how can can people find you? Are you on Twitter? Do you have a website? Obviously, there's the app. Yeah, so um, the website is frollo.co.uk, www.frollo.co.uk, and everything is on there. There's like a link to our blog on there. The App Store download and Google Play Store download links are there, and the story behind Frollo and contact details and how the app works. Everything you need is on, on the website. You can find out more about Amicable at www.amicable.io, or you can follow me on Twitter at kate underscore daily or you can follow the divorce podcast at divorce underscore podcast thank you for listening Mm -hmm.